This Dutch Grand Prix edition of the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use code DGEN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DGEN. Get ready for speed. You just wait, sunshine. You just wait. Get ready for the passion. To whom it may concern you. Get ready for the raw emotion. Si, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Z. Oh, for what seems like forever, it is the F1. Is, is the offseason finally over, oh, Rod? Jesus Christ, I'm <laughs> telling you, man. I, I don't know how many more of these breaks I can take, but it is, of course, the F1 Gambling Podcast. Here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, he's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Yes, Cody. The summer break is finally over. Drivers can finally do their jobs. <laughs> finally, we've got uh, racing once again. The schedule's not not too many more huge breaks anymore. We're just over halfway through this this season, honestly, Rod. We've still got a lot of F1 racing to go. I know, uh, spoiler alert, there may or may not be an IndyCar episode later on this week. Of course, they're back in action, but their season's winding down. It's almost over. NASCAR's cruising into the playoffs, but F1, we're just over halfway. We got 12 races in and what, uh, 10 races to go or so. So, yeah, it's, uh, man, I'm excited. I'm just glad it's back. It's been a while. Um, we, we had some racing to fill in the gaps, of course, right? If you've been, been hanging out, listening to the IndyCar episodes, we appreciate it. Had a lot of fun there, but, uh, glad F1 is finally back. Glad we get to see Max Verstappen kill everyone again this week. Uh, but hey, you know what? I I could not get all of my bets in the space provided on the document rod, so I just created extra space. I got a lot of bets this week. I'm feeling good. I'm pumped up. Like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get back into it. I'm looking through all these lines. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Fuck it. I'm just going to write all these in the same box. We're going for it. I'm excited to bet on some F1 again. Do we need to expand out to four now? Or, I mean, to five or six maybe now? We might, have to, we might have to add more boxes in there. We'll see. I, do, I think it's the point now where we've gotten... It was like the same with the NASCAR. I mean, we were just sort of like giving a couple out per circuit, and then all of a sudden we were like, well, we might as well expand it out to a different show. And then we we're like, oh. Boxes just keep going yeah. farther and farther. Let's do three shows now. Let's do five <laughs> shows. What the hell? Let's just keep that's, going. That's the fun thing about this, Rod. The point is to give out picks. That's what we're here for. That's what we got for you. That's precisely what we're here for. Um, this is, of course, the home Grand Prix for one Max Verstappen, just like you said. Probably going to kill the field again because that's what Max Verstappen does, especially on home turf. And, uh, you know, here's the thing about it, too. When when we talk about uh, F1, and we haven't done it in a very long time, 
I don't know that elongated breaks hurt or help people because if you're a guy like Max Verstappen who has been on an absolute tear, now he's got to cool off. Now he's had time. Either A, he could have been well-rested, or B, he could have taken too much time off. We won't know till we hit the track, right? I mean, I guess it's the first step. <laughs> I don't think there's any slowing down for Stappen right Probably now. Probably not. <laughs> not at this point. You're absolutely right. I don't think it matters how long the break is. As you could tell from last season to this season, uh, he just pretty much picked up where he left off and maybe even got better. So I don't know that that's good for the competition. But, of course, still plenty of ways to bet on around him and, and you know, using him in other ways to bet. Uh, you could throw him in there with some NASCAR parlays, stuff like that and uh, keep it exciting we've got nfl season coming up i'm doing i got a fantasy football draft going on over here so watching this on youtube and i get slightly distracted at times just make it some picks don't worry about it i uh i have a few leagues that i'm in so <laughs> gotta gotta work around those but uh no I'm, I'm super excited about on this race this weekend yeah definitely looking forward to it as well um obviously you know like we said it's been a very long time since we've gotten to talk any sort of f1 uh, so obviously those of you who listen all the time, you're not going to forget <laughs> what, what's been going on this season. So there's really no reason to fill you in. Uh, but we are in circuit, uh, Zanfort, right? Zanfort. That's, yeah, that's how sure. it is. We'll go, we'll go with that. Well, I, I, yeah, it is in the Netherlands, which makes this the Dutch Grand Prix, <laughs> which again is the home circuit Four one max for Stappen, just over two point six miles or four point two five kilometers for those of you uh, out there who practice, uh, and then of course the race distance of three hundred and six point five eight seven kilometers, just over hundred and ninety miles on this one. This track looks like a guitar capo that's stretched out. Um, it's it, that's about the closest. As soon as I saw it, I thought this looks like a guitar capo. Now. You could also say that it looks kind of like a slingshot, I suppose, if you if you hold it yep. the right direction. But yeah. So I was gonna go. I was gonna. I was gonna flip it here and put uh, like turn seven on the bottom and go with a nail gun. Yeah. And uh, like turn ten as your. Uh, I think that's ten. I can't quite read that. Yeah. Sure. A lot it's of these guys, a lot of these tracks look like nail guns too. In my opinion, yeah. I've seen. I think we've uh, might be it might be a common theme we've had this year. But uh, <laughs> you can make everything look like a nail gun, Rod. <laughs> That's right. First Grand Prix in 1952. They will run 72 laps around this. Lewis Hamilton holds the lap record at one minute 11 seconds. It's a pretty short track compared to the ones we've been on lately. Uh, and of course, this is only the third year back off of a very long hiatus, about a 30. Six-year break in action between 85 and the 2021 race that saw them come back to uh, the Dutch Grand Prix. So just in time for Max Verstappen to uh, to kill this whole thing. Um, it was first opened in 48. Back in the day, like we said, they were running rice, races up until about 85. Took a break. Now they're back to this is the third year on the on the circuit again. Um, again, it's it's a pretty it's a short track, and there's only really one area and that's that's between 14 turn 14 and the the hairpin there at uh at one where there's a lot of wide open space um you know two drs zones and and honestly that back stretch is where you're probably going to see a lot of overtaking heading into the uh start finish line so yeah i mean this this track's going to play very technically obviously speed favors red bull but hopefully we see some better racing from everybody as this track kind of bunches up up on itself uh, in the middle there. 
Yeah, this is a very, very tight track. Going to be hard to pass. Track position is going to be the key thing this weekend. But, uh, yeah, I think, think we're in for a good one. Yeah. Uh, and, and honestly, too, when we look at this, uh, the last couple of times, Max Verstappen has won both races. Surprise, surprise. However, uh, it's been diff- It's been close. Uh, last year's race actually came down to a safety car where uh, there were some pit strategies playing out, and Max Verstappen managed to, as he normally does, benefit from it and end up beating Lewis. Uh, and, you know, again, it, it just came down to strategy and Max being good to win this race. But a safety car did sort of make it interesting there toward the end. Yeah, I think that safety cars definitely going to be in the equation this year, this weekend. Um, I was trying to look through your bets quickly. Yeah, I noticed neither of us have like to win by so many seconds this week uh, or anything like that because I think that the safety car element to this uh, definitely probably will play into a factor. I have brought back the classified bet. It's been a while, so uh, we're getting in there, and and we'll see. Maybe the, the safety car could play into that as well, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, safety car, I think, was minus 170 or so when I was looking at it. that's why I didn't uh, do it. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty pretty likely that we'll see a safety car at some point on this. Uh, and so I think that's that's definitely going to be something to keep an eye on and, and may keep this race bunched up a little more and, and keep us with some more excitement. Uh, you know, see see who has what for, for second place. I haven't checked the weather, but God, I hope there's no weather. I would <laughs> love to have I just assume at any point in time at now, like, Anywhere there's a race, you've seen the memes, right? And it's like, how how rain works. It's you know, it goes, it gets soaked up into the sun, fills the clouds, follows any type any of racing, race. basically, yeah. and that's where it comes out. The motocross race even had uh, rain. Yeah, in it too. I'm telling you, man. Like everything gets rain these days. It's ridiculous. Yep. In Silverstone, <laughs> they had to switch bikes. I was like, I didn't know they even did that. So. Uh, yeah, I just I learned I was today years old when I found that out. <laughs> hey, I, me too when I did it too. Uh, all right, well, listen. A lot of the times when we pull and we tell you where we get these bets from, it's coming from DraftKings, and we love to find good deals over there on DraftKings. But the time that you have waited for all year long is here. College football is back, and so are the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbooks. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets right this second when you bet just $5 on any college football bet. Navy is taking on Notre Dame this weekend. You might want to go. Go. Navy. go uh, uh, I can't even. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. That is not in my vocabulary. Uh, but yes, you might want to go and find some uh, odds on that for you. That you, if you feel like betting it, I mean, it, it is Navy. It is. <laughs> uh, I, I will tell you right now that uh, Notre Dame is favored by minus 1350. So if you really believe Navy can win, they are at eight to one underdogs. You might want to scoop that up or take the under here at minus 110. Under set at 50 and a half. We know Navy is not, I mean, they can score when they want to, but um, I don't know. It's the first game of this. It's the first, it's week zero. No one's scoring on anybody. So that, that game's in Ireland, too. This should be a good game. It is. That's going to be fun. Uh, so kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use code DGEN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 at any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DGEN. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. 
or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net in partnership with Hollywood Casino and Charlestown Race. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after ins- issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.com.com slash football terms. All live, folks. He is, he is a machine. <laughs> <sighs> tell you right now, man. It's, it's, uh, it's fun. Um, yes, so... Let us, uh, you know what, Cody? I think it's time. We should probably lay down some of our bets. We've we've kind of teased this race enough. I uh, is there any real news? I mean, coming out of the break, not, I haven't seen anything. Not really. Like it's kind of been a pretty quiet, quiet few off weeks. I mean, nothing that's like super big news. A lot of stuff, you know, some rumors flying floating around there, and, and silly season is kind of getting into full swing here. So we'll start to see driver announcements and stuff. I would imagine here over the the next couple of weeks as we get back into racing, but. I think everybody took their vacation and, uh, you know, shut off the devices and, and just enjoyed their time on the beach. I hope so. <laughs> on any beach. Just pick a beach. Any it beach. Whichever country they're from or, or are going to, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Well, then let's get into some bets. I, I think this is a perfect time to do that. Let's do it, Rod. I told you the classified bets. We're back. We're back on it. I'm going to play this two different ways here. I'm going to take total classified between 17 and 18 inclusive so i believe that means that if you hit 17 or 18 that's this is going to cash it's minus 110 i really really like this then i'm going to back it up with over 19 and a half at plus 550 so this leaves us obviously vulnerable at 19 that could be where it's it gets you if you want to do the math it's like 180 i think to get exactly 19 in there if you separate it all out my i'm just going to go and hope that that 19 isn't the number that screws us rod and obviously, under 17 is is in there as well. Uh, but I will tell you that there has not been a single race this season where we've had under 17 classified finishers, Rod. Just looking back, um, so the last two years in this race, obviously, you talked about it, right? They took a 30 years off. They've only been back the last two years. So as far as track history, circuit history, uh, that's all we have to look at. So going back over the last two years, 18 last year, 18 in 2021. So pretty good pattern there. You go back through this season, Rod, 18 at Belgium, 18 at Hungary, 18 at Silverstone, 19 at Austria, Austria. so there's a got to watch out for those 19s, but 18 at Canada, you had a 20 at Spain, 19 at Monaco, 20 at the U.S., 18 at Baku, 17 at Australia, 18 at Saudi, 17 at Bahrain. So two of the first three races were your 17s, 10 of the 12 races we've had so far have been um, 17 or 18, so that's, uh, or not rather no sorry have been 18 or more rather 10 of the of the 12 races so far 18 or more two of them have been in the 19 range so obviously that's the one we're kind of scared of there's been two perfect 20s that would cash the uh did i even give out the other one rod no, over 19 not. and a half at no, plus 550 that's the other part of this i was trying to hit um so it's 17 to 18 is minus 110 over 19 and a half plus 550 um so yeah i mean just you you've got 17 every single race this year like it's been talked about just the way this new car is everything like there has not been failures almost at all this season like last year we saw a lot of electrical problems a lot of battery issues this and that we've not seen that so much this year 
And we did talk about the safety car part of things earlier, and maybe that's how it gets down to 17 to 18. Um, so I guess your hope here is either nobody gets taken out and you cash the plus 550 number, right? Or you get two cars taken out in one incident and then you're good to go and and you cash this. But I think this is the way to get back in on the classified thing this week. Uh, obviously, we talked about it throughout the season. We hit on it for a long time. Um, and then things kind of fell off a little bit after we had uh, the books kind of caught on to it. But I think this is a good way to get in on it. So total classified between 17 or 18 at minus 110. Play a pretty penny on that one. And then I'm going to take the over 19 and a half at plus 550. I love it. Like you said, there hasn't been a whole lot. I mean, there's been chaos, but it hasn't been chaos to the point where it's taken a ton of people out. So um, I'll ride with you on this one. Uh, all right. My first bet is, so they offer one on DraftKings that is qualifying fastest speed. Now, let's not get this confused with the fastest qualifier because that is not always the case, the distinction between running the fastest speed in qualifying versus running the best time is not always indicative of each other. You would, you would think that, right? It would stand to reason that if you were fastest, that but no, sometimes you run faster, but somebody runs a better line and they get a better time. That's not, that's the way that things go. Now, they're giving you Red Bull as a team to have the uh, qualifying fastest speed. This is at plus 200. Now, the what it says on, on DraftKings when you place this bet, it says fastest recorded speed by the FIA will count. Well, you go back through these speeds, okay? So in week one in Saudi Arabia, Sergio Perez posted the fastest time across the board. He was fastest in sector one at 294 and a half kilometers per hour. Then at two at 331.1 kilometers per hour and 315.4 kilometers per hour. Now it's jumbled up uh, around here. Uh, and then if they count the finish line, then, uh, then Red Bull has done this four times throughout the course of the season. Had the fastest time, uh, fastest speed rather. Let's not get that confused in qualifying. So, uh, my, my reasoning here obviously is that Max Verstappen is home. Right, And if anybody's going to drive his ass off after the break, it's going to be Max Verstappen. He's going to put down the fastest speed on the track. He's going to put down the fastest lap on the track. And basically, listen, if you get anything Red Bull at this point at plus money, you take it. It doesn't matter what it is because everything else that Red Bull has right now is so far juiced that it's not even worth putting any sort of anything on. So for you to get Red Bull at plus 200 to be able to to put down the fastest speed in qualifying, I'm going to take that, especially, like I said, on a track in which he's been fast already. He's got the pole both times. He's won both times. Like, this is Max Verstappen's track. This is Max Verstappen's home. And if I'm getting him, this is another way that we talk about getting things like Max Verstappen at plus money. Because now this this tends to bounce around a little more uh, then, then does qualifying or, or anything like that. Um, and I say that because depending on which loop they go through, and I, I'm thinking they do it at the finish line, uh, you know, because at the finish line, last, last time they were out on the track, Max Verstappen was the fastest at 228.6 kilometers per hour, and Perez was right behind him at 228.2. Um, granted, Perez was fastest overall at 340.8 uh, in, uh, in the Belgian Grand Prix. So... I'm telling you, it just depends on where they take this from. So if it's at the finish line, 
you know, you got a little bit of a better opportunity, especially with that finish line being at the end of a very straight line. And we know that Red Bull, especially if you get DRS during qualifying, can uh, can really kick the hell out of that. So, like I said, Max Verstappen at plus 200. It's the best number you're probably going to get for a guy like him anywhere on the board. So, And then, look, Sergio Perez could do it, too. He could post the fastest speed, as he's done so far, in a few of these qualifying times as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, I'll, I'll take this plus 200. You can find that on DraftKings. Rod, Red Bull, go fast, two to one. Okay. I think that's all I had you, to say. You right? talked me into it. Like that's that's about the argument you have to make right there. My bad. Uh, but yeah, ton of great points. No, I mean, and yeah, this is again, you've got to get creative to find plus money ways to bet on the best team that's head and shoulders above everybody else. This gives you both guys. It doesn't have to be Max. It could be Checo. It's two to one. I think this is a great way to tackle it. Again, you got to look deep. You've got to get creative. Shout out to our guys at DraftKings over there for giving this one out. Hold on. Next up for hold on. Oh, uh, yep. I just was looking up at the clock. Ah, Step ah, away one man. second. Got to tell you about game time, man. Game time. If you are looking for tickets, we talked about college football season earlier, and there's going to be a lot of college football games for you to go out and try to catch. And if you're a last-minute ticket buyer and trying to just find a way to get some of those college game tickets. Look no farther than game time. You're going to get some of the best flash deals, last-minute deals on all tickets, not just for sporting events, but for concerts, for all of the music, comedy, whatever you got that's near you. You can find that on game time. they got killer deals on last-minute tickets with the best price guarantee. So stop stressing over those tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you are going to have. Look, I love the fact that, especially with this game time, you can get pictures of the seat that you are sitting in that you will be sitting in when you get the tickets so you can see exactly what it's going to look like from your vantage point you definitely need that because me i like to see what i'm getting before i get into the seats that's a great time to do it you want in on all the action snag all of the tickets now without the stress with game time go download the game time app create an account use the code sgpn you're going to get $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, Cody, now proceed with the next bet. Next up, I'm sorry, Ron. I'm very excited for all these bets. I love what I found this week. Next up for me, I'm going to go with Pierre Gasly. Um, obviously the, the big question and concern here is going to be the change at the top. Right. And, and we kind of talked about that before that it wasn't made. I mean, it was made during this break, but we knew it was going to be the case going into that final race there. Um, so that's obviously going to be the big question, but it doesn't scare me too much. Looking back at Gasly, he finished fourth place here in 2021, 11th place here last year. Um, I'm going to take him to finish in the points at plus 135, and I'm going to tack on double Alpine points at plus 500. So for him and Ocon to both get inside of the top 10 here. Um, you go back to the last race of the Belgian Grand Prix, 11th place finish, if you can still count momentum three months later. Uh, <laughs> but it was a little rough for him a couple weeks before that. Hungary and Silverstone, he had both 20th and 18th place finishes. Obviously, they had uh, their fair share of problems for both cars in those two races. Hoping that uh, the nice strong showing last race, you know, maybe they got off of that and how they were before that. Before that, he had six point finishes in nine races. Hadn't finished worse than 14th. Um, and then over at Ocon, he's got six point finishes as well. 
Um, and he's coming off of eighth place at the Belgian Grand Prix. So last time we were out, eighth and 11th. I think the Gasly can get up there and do it at plus money, plus 135. And then I'm going to throw uh, Ocon in there with Gasly as well, plus 500, trying to do a little double dipping and, and hit both of these guys. Alpine's sneaky. They can get you, and then they can fall off. It's just this weird thing where, you know, all of a sudden you find them both in the top 10, and then all of a sudden you find them both outside of the top 10. So Yeah. Um, and they're, uh, man, much like RFK over in... Uh, over in NASCAR, if you're if you're from the NASCAR gambling pod, right? They're always like right with each other. It seems like they're within a couple of spots always. And I know, I guess, in general, a lot of teams are, but these guys more so than other teams. Uh, wherever one is, the other one is. So hopefully that's uh, towards the front and not towards the back. No, I agree. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go with uh, Mercedes, and I'm going to go with both of them in the top six. This one's at a plus 120 odds boost over on Bet365. I like the boost. I mean, it's not that much of a boost. It's like plus 110 without the boost. But, I mean, they're going to give you an extra dime. You might as well go ahead and take it for Mercedes to be double top six on this track. Uh, so the first season that both of them drove in Mercedes, they were both top six. It was George Russell finishing second and Lewis Hamilton finishing fourth on this track. Lewis Hamilton, both times that he's been on this, has finished inside the top six. In fact, first year in 2021, he was runner-up to Max Verstappen. Like we said, had a shot to win that race there. Uh, they played some pit strategy games, and unfortunately, they came out on the wrong end of that, but did finish second in 2021, fourth in 2022. Can't really judge Russell's first year. He had gearbox gearbox problem, uh, finished 17th, but he was driving a Williams car in that when he was not in Mercedes in 2021. Um, talk about six, top six finishes. In the last three races, Russell has been inside the top six. Uh, fifth in Silverstone, sixth at the Hungaro Ring, and then sixth again in Spa for uh, Lewis Hamilton. This dude lives inside the top six. In fact, there has only been uh, one race so far this season that has found uh, Lewis Hamilton outside of the uh, of the top six, and that was in the ninth race of the year over there in uh, the Red Bull Ring. So that was the only time that he'd finished outside of the top six. Other than that, every single one of them safely inside the top six, including the last three in a row. Third at his home track in Silverstone, fourth at the Hungaro Ring, and then fourth at Spa. So, again, it's not very difficult for these guys to, uh, to find the top six. This is cash the last three weeks in a row. And, in fact, even that uh, at the Red Bull Ring, uh, it was Hamilton, or I'm sorry, Russell was in seventh place in that race. So, not too far out of the sixth place there. Like I said, if you're going to get plus money for both of these guys to be inside of the top six, I will definitely take that because it's Mercedes. And they're really damn good, especially on this track. Yeah, exactly. This is why you shop around, find good prices like that. It's not plus money everywhere. So finding it somewhere at plus money, I think it's a great deal. Love Mercedes. Uh, they've been consistent. Lewis is the model of consistency. Russell's been fairly consistent, not as consistent as he was last year, which was the true model of consistency. Um, but yeah, I've got more on Mercedes coming up. So next up for me, Rob. Uh, uh, got to do this. Got to do this again. After the break, next up for After you. After the break, next up for you. <laughs> so, full disclosure, guys, we, we've had to change up the ad reads because we've gotten more sponsors. That's a great problem to have. <laughs> Good uh, problem. Absolutely great problem. great problem to have. So, thanks to you guys for continuing to listen to this to make this show attractive enough for all of the advertisers to jump on board. So, 
bear with us as we continue to pay the bills, but it's you guys that are driving this train, so we thank you for it. And if you want to continue to drive it farther, join the SGP and Patreon. Check it out. Sign up for it. Now you get exclusive access to contests, including the NFL win total contest with a $1,000 first place prize. Plus, the guys just recorded their first sports gambling podcast, Stories Podcast, just for patrons, chronicling the birth of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You ever wondered how this thing was created? You're going to find out, but you got to join the Patreon first. There's even a Discord channel just for you patrons. Sports Gambling Podcast has and always will give out all of our picks for free. The Patreon is just a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. August is almost over. You know what that means. Time's running out for you to draft your fantasy football team. Cody's running out right now. He's drafting his Doing fantasy. it right now. Yep. There it is. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on underdog fantasy. All you got to do is one live snake draft. No waivers, no trades. You see it, forget it, or set it and forget it, and underdog does the rest. Try it out with underdog's best ball mania tournament. Largest fantasy football contest of all time. $15 million of total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. You have what it takes to win it all? I know you do. Don't worry about it. I know. Cody's got it right now. He's going to win a lot, all of it. So uh, you can fight against Cody for it. Time's now. Last day to draft your fantasy football team is September 7th. Visit underdogfantasy.com. Find them in the app store and sign up with promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. You don't want to know how many underdog drafts I have going on at this very moment, Rob. <laughs> oh, I'm quite sure. I, I, I'm i pretty sure you're degen enough to have a ton. Every few minutes I get in, you're on the clock alert, and it's always in a different league. So <laughs> <laughs> It's crunch time. Now's the time to get it in. We just had the 24 hours last week of, of doing it. I got to hung out some of the late night hours with the guys. A lot of fun. Uh, I got Kramer talking on some F1, of course, during that time. So great, great time. Beautiful stuff. Uh, all right. Now you may proceed, Cody. All right. As I was about to say before Rod interrupted me. No, just kidding. <laughs> and again, shout out to our, our great advertisers. We appreciate them. So it keeps the show going. While we do love doing this, our wives make sure that we have to get paid or they're not going to let us do this. Rod and I don't just get to hang out for fun or our wives probably wouldn't, uh, wouldn't like that so much. But a guy that is going to pay you this week, Rod, I am in love with. And this might be the first time I've even bet on him this entire season. I think it's the first time, but I'm feeling it this week. Fernando Alonso is my guy this weekend, Rod. He started off the season with a bang. It was Red Bull, then it was Aston Martin, and everybody's like, whoa, where the hell? Kind of fell off a little bit. But there's been talk of some more upgrades coming into this weekend. I think we're going to see that, and I love Alonso this weekend. So I'm going to go all in on him, Rod. Top six, plus 175. To finish on the podium, plus 625. And to finish in the top two, 33 to 1. Love, love, love my guy Fernando Alonso this week. So you come back, you look at the last two races. Of course, he was with Alpine in both of those races. Finished in sixth in 2021. Finished in sixth in 2022. So that's two top six finishes right there. That would be cashing this plus 175 bet. We know how much better he's been this season with Aston Martin than he was during that time with Alpine. Uh, ninth is his worst finish all this entire season. Uh, he's done that twice, but otherwise it's all been inside the top seven. 12 races, Rod. He's finished inside the top six nine different times. You're getting him at almost two to one 
at plus 175 to finish in the top six. He's been in the top three in half of the races on the podium, half the races, six of 12 so far this season. And he's finished in the top two twice this season. Again, the nice thing about the top two, you can, uh, you know, Max wins this, right? He just runs away with it. But you've got that second place. All he has to do is be the second best car in the field. And there you go. You hit it. And he's done that before. Obviously, you're going to have to battle with Checo for that. There might be a Mercedes or, or, a, Red, or a Ferrari up there. The McLarens pop in there sometimes too. But uh, Fernando has been that, t- that top guy besides Verstappen multiple times already this season. And again, half the races he's been on the podium. Uh, so we're going for the full sweep here. We're going to try and do Alonzo top six plus 175. Get on the podium plus 625. Half the races he's been on the podium, Rod, and he's at plus 625. It's insane. Uh, and then the top two finish at 33 to one. Yeah, and I was like king of the hype train too earlier this season with Alonzo because he was pretty much justifying every single pick. So um, hopefully he does bounce back. These are some pretty juicy numbers for that to happen. So I can definitely see uh, why we're jumping off the ledge with these because you know, if anybody can get back right after the break, I, I believe it's uh, Alonzo because maybe he needed this break to get his head straight and to I find just, that yeah, way I, again. I, w- I just got on and double-checked. I want to make sure I didn't write down the wrong number. Plus 625 to be on the podium. Man, wow. half the races. I get he's cooled off a little bit lately, but I love that number. I do too. Again, those are two really good numbers, so uh, I'll take that, especially that top six too because that's definitely a good, solid bet. Um, all right. I'm going to go back to the number of race leaders. I like this. I think this is a good place to sort of uh, find yourself some value as well. Uh, So the number two, two race leaders in this is at plus 175. You can find that over on bet 365. In both of the races since they've been back, there's only been two race leaders. Uh, The 2022 season, it was Verstappen that led 58 laps, and then it was Hamilton that led 14 uh, and then in the 2020 race, it was Verstappen that led 64 and Valtteri Botas actually that led eight. So both times, again, this not this isn't a track where, I mean, the, the, Verstappen is probably going to run out at the end and, and build up a sizable lead on this one and could very well end up winning this race by 15, 16, 20 seconds like he did in 2021. Uh, but there are several instances in this especially early in the race where tire strategy plays a a gigantic part uh mercedes like i talked about in 2022 came out on hard tires and uh and ran the hard tires at first whereas red bull came out on soft tires so uh verstappen had to surrender the lead to hamilton and then obviously they played catch up for the rest of it um but that is what happens on this track is there's plenty of strategy to be played out so we're, we'll go with that. When you look at the, what's happened so far this season, two leaders in the Belgian Grand Prix where we were last. Uh, obviously, it was Verstappen was uh, the, the main leader on that one for 30 laps. And then Perez was actually the leader for 14 laps. We remember how that one shook out. Um, there were three actually in the Belgium Grand Prix, but I don't know that I count that Perez. I mean, it counts for the bets, but I mean... That was kind of a fluke with Perez leading the one lap that he led. That was that was total strategy call on that one too. So uh, could not. I mean, actually, that was that was the first lap of the race, right? He came out and led that first lap because he was uh, second, and then uh, Carlos Sainz 
jumped in front of him and, and led 12 and then Verstappen obviously uh doing yep. that as well yep. so but yeah I mean listen there's there's very few times where there's more than three and normally it is two or one but yeah, in the history of this probably race, one more than it's three it is and that's true <laughs> it's one more than it's three so but in the history of this race there's always been at least two uh there's been exactly two in both races since they've been back on this track so I think it's going to happen a third time, and I think uh, yeah, plus 175 yeah. is a good number for it. You get one safety car tossed in there. That could be what does it. Uh, you know, obviously, last time you had this bet, it paid off for you with Verstappen getting the grid penalty early, um, and, and we didn't know about that, obviously, recording, and we're recording this one on Monday. Shout out to the books, by the way. Monday evening, we've got odds. Nothing to talk about for NASCAR today, so it's kind of an off day for us. Did the recap yesterday. Get to come on here, talk some F1. F1 gets the Monday spotlight. I love it. All right, Rod. Do we got any more? Nope, uh, we're good. Any more things in the can? All right, we're here. We're ready to go we're here. Clear. The final bets. Obviously, Verstappen's like minus four hundred, so not gonna, quite going to go that way. Taking this in a different direction. I'm going to go for the fastest lap this week. I'm going to see if we can hit that again. Max Verstappen, the favorite to do this, as he's Max Verstappen, and if he wants to do it, he'll do it. My hope here is with a late safety car with something like that happening. Maybe he'll just be focusing on the win and not necessarily focusing on the fastest lap. We saw it last race. If it does end up getting spread out, Lewis came down to, you know, took the tires for that last lap, goes out, sets the sets the lap thing. So that gives me some confidence that maybe somebody else can win this besides Max. I'm gonna go with George Russell, fastest lap with our friends over at DraftKings at 12 to 1. And Fernando Alonso is the fastest lap, 28 to 1. Obviously, I've already sang my praises for for Alonso. You've sang some prizes for Russell and how consistent they've been. You go back and you look at the two times we've been on this track. In 2021, Lewis Hamilton had the fastest lap. Valtteri Bottas, the other Mercedes at the time, second fastest lap in that race. Last year was Max Verstappen, of course. No, uh, no, no surprise there, but Lewis Hamilton was the second fastest, so we know the Mercedes can do it. You go back and look through the season, Max has a, a majority of fastest laps, but guys like Joe Guan Yu popped up at Bahrain and got it. George Russell already has the fastest one at, at Baku. Alonzo has been second to Max Verstappen in the fastest laps at the U.S. Grand Prix, at Monaco, and at the Canadian Grand Prix. He's right there knocking on Max's door for it. We think he's going to have a solid week. He could get us the fastest lap here. You go to Belgium, obviously, Lewis Hamilton had the fastest lap there, as I just mentioned, pitting for tires late. And uh, we're kind of, you know, getting into the, the second stretch of the season, right? And manufacturers uh or you know, what, is, what are they <laughs> not nah, do they call it manufacturers no it's the constructor's title sorry it's been i'm getting rusty on f1 it's been a whole <laughs> month uh i'm thinking i'm thinking of nascar with the manufacturer but the constructor's title battle still out there these guys are all still battling and jockeying for these positions third on in the points basically because obviously max and checo have things locked up pretty much at the top um but if they can get that extra point, they're going to be going for it. I think that these are two guys uh, in Russell at 12 to 1 over on DraftKings and Alonzo at 28 to 1 over on DraftKings that uh, can help us have very positive days by scoring a fastest lap, even if uh, even if Max keeps keeps the win and uh, runs away with it. You know, and and to me, I feel like that's a wise strategy for teams, right? I mean, not not that there any of them are going to chip into this actual lead <laughs> in total, but you know, just to stick it to them, I suppose, right? They wait until the very last lap, throw on some softs, and try to take a point away from Max, because at this point, you know, it's like throwing stones in an ocean. But 
it's it's kind of a way for teams to be able to kind of get control over themselves. And if they know that they can just kind of take a point here, take a point there, obviously it's going to increase their uh, their drivers' points too. So yeah, well, and that's the that's the big thing too. Is like, yeah, obviously we know that Max is he's almost doubled second place. Like you're not going to catch Max. Let's see, maybe if he DNFs every race the rest of the season, like it's not going to happen. And Perez has got a pretty comfortable lead. He's good forty. Uh, actually, exactly 40 points over Alonzo in third, but Alonzo is one point ahead of Lewis Hamilton. Those guys, I mean, it it means something for them to be third instead of being second. So, uh, and then Russell, he's tied for fifth right now with Leclerc, uh, and they're a little ways behind Lewis. But these guys, they they want to get these points. They want to beat these other guys. Obviously, the constructors, second place in the constructors, is still open. Mercedes has a healthy lead, but Aston Martin can start chipping into that. Mercedes wants to keep that lead. These guys could be going for those fastest laps. And so I think that that's might be an angle. We'll see, you know, if Max maybe kind of takes these next couple of races, we'll fall off of it. But I think that chasing a longer shot for fastest lap is so much more achievable than chasing a longer shot to win the race. Obviously, you're going to get amazing numbers for a guy to win the race, right? Because obviously it's, it's that crazy. But um, I think that, that chasing the longer shot on the fastest laps where guys can pop up and take that. Uh, obviously Max controls things. If he wants to do it, he can, but he's not always going to have that opportunity. So this is the way that I, that I'm going to tackle it. And not just that, but listen, that team's not going to let him get away with that nonsense either. Like they, he tried, he was like, Oh, maybe we get some pit practice. They're like, shut up, Max, stay out on the track. Leave it. Just <laughs> let us do our job. Was just hilarious. It was great. He's like, Oh, let's get some pit practice. Like, man, shut up. Just stay out on the track. <laughs> Drive your freaking car and finish first like you do every week. Uh, all right. Well, look, I'm going to take a couple of things. So I would talked earlier about how Mercedes has, has finished within at least the top four, actually, in both of these races that they've been in, uh, especially last year. Hamilton second and fourth in his two outings, uh, and then Russell finishing uh, inside the top three in his race on here as a, a driver of the Mercedes so I'm going to take both of their podium odds and I'm going to just say, I'm going to kind of do it separately. All right. Hamilton to finish on the podium is a plus 120 over on 365. That's a pretty generous number for Hamilton to do uh, something he's done already on this one. And then of course, you know, finishing just one outside of the podium last year on this or two years ago, rather on this track. So uh, I feel that's healthy as well. Plus we just talked about how Hamilton has not had a finish worse than eighth and has been basically on the podium uh, a, a fair number of times this week, or this season, rather. So I'm, I'm on him to be on the podium. Again, I like the number. It is, uh, it, it's a little conservative, but it's still worth doing. He's got four podium finishes, does Hamilton this season, uh, so we know he can get up there. And then I'll take Russell on the podium. This is a plus 625. So like I said, you can take this and you can sort of break it up into two quarter unit on each if you want, just to to kind of make it worth it worth your while. But this is a plus six twenty five over on Barstool. This number's a little lower when you look some elsewhere, but Barstool's giving you the best number on this at plus six twenty five. So the reason though, and and when you look at the both cars to finish on the podium number for Mercedes, it's a fourteen to one. That's that's a very tempting number, but I don't know that both of these guys are going to be able to finish on the podium. It's a very difficult thing for both of them to do. Um, they haven't done it very often this season, obviously, because it's very difficult for both of the Mercedes. Now, if this were both Red Bulls 
to finish on the podium. That's a little less of a, but it's even at minus 163, whereas McLaren is at 9-1 to one as the next favorite there. That tells you how big of a gap there is between having Red Bull as both podium finishers versus even Mercedes at 14-1. to one. So I think the better bet here is to just take a smaller chunk, throw it on either one of them, uh, and then hope that maybe maybe Russell hits. That way you win back uh, a fair amount of your, your money. Um, but I guess if you really want both Mercedes on the podium at 14 to 1, eh, might, be worth, might be worth a little little sprinkle. Yeah, I don't hate it. It is. Uh, double podium is so hard right now because you basically have to finish second and third. I mean, still having to finish in the top three is tough anytime, but when first is almost guaranteed to be one of the Red Bulls and most likely Max, uh, then it makes it tougher. You've got to get second and third instead of having the option for first, second, or third in a moral in a more quote unquote normal year where where different drivers actually win races. But uh, if fourteen to one, it might be worth it. But I do like taking their individual ones. Uh, it gives you that you know if one of them makes it there and the other doesn't, you don't have as much disappointment. Obviously, if they both make it, you double dip on these and you hit a fourteen to one. Hell yeah, like that's a pretty good day, right? Uh, but I think dude, taking it individually is smart as well. And I think that's kind of what I did with the with taking Gasly on the points finish. And, and really, if you wanted to, you could probably go and get Ocon. I think he's at a similar number um, to get in the points finish. And that way, it's not so uh, heartbreaking when one of them does it and the other one doesn't. Yeah, Ocon also, plus 135. So might not be a bad idea to take both of them. Of the two, I do like Alonso, or uh, Gasly a little more. And so that's kind of why I went with him. But I like I like your strategy of playing both of them separately, and then putting it together as well. Because again, that hits like you're you're just racking it up and you're you're hitting the triple stack, uh, similar to when Alonso finishes second. Like we're gonna hit all these. He's gonna have the fastest lap. Oof, that's gonna be a party, Rod. It is. <laughs> and again, you know they've both finished second. Lewis finished second in 2021. Russell finished second in 2022. So I mean, both of them have been on the podium on this track uh, in in the last couple of years since it's been back. So. Like I said, at least one of them, I think, is going to get back up there. Hamilton does have the better season going right now. But again, you know, Russell's had a pretty decent run of some sixth-place finishes over the last few weeks. It just takes him another couple of cars faster in, a, in order for him to find it again. So I like that as well. Um, all right. Well, get out your pen and paper. It's time now to go over the bets for this uh, Bel this uh, Dutch Grand Prix Belgian Grand Prix. <laughs> this Dutch Grand Prix. Uh, Cody started you off with the total classified finishers between 17 and 18, inclusive, which means you can, if 17 hits, if 18 hits, this is still going to hit at minus 110. And then over 19 and a half at five and a half to one over on bet 365. I gave you Red Bull with the fastest qualifying speed, not the fastest qualifier, not the pole position but the qualifying fastest speed at plus 200 on DK. That is Red Bull qualifying fastest speed plus 200 over on DraftKings. And then Cody gave you Pierre Gasly as a points finisher at plus 135 over on Barstool. And then tossed in an Alpine double points at 5-1. to one. I said that Mercedes would both finish inside the top six at plus 120. That's odd boosted over there on 365. Cody said that uh, Fernando Alonso was going to finish on the podium at six and oh six and a quarter to one over on Barstool. Get you a top six at plus one seventy five, and then a top two finish even climbing that ladder at 
plus 3,300. So 33 to 1 on bet 365. I said that we'd have two leaders again in this race at plus 175. Over on bet 365, Cody gave you Russell as the fastest lap at 12 to 1 on DK and Alonzo as the fastest lap at 28 to 1 on DK. I said that you could bet on both Hamilton to finish on the podium at plus 120 on 365 and Russell to finish on the podium at plus 625 on Barstool. And if you want, 14 to 1 for both over there on Bet365 to finish on the podium. So that is the Dutch Grand Prix in a nutshell. I can't wait to to watch them F1 again, man. It's It's been a while. It's been, again, it feels like it's been a full off season already. Uh, which kind of has, right? The first season is, we're done with the first season, off season, time for the second season, season. That's a lot of seasons, but here we go. I'm excited. Man, ready to go uh, 9 o'clock Eastern time uh, a.m. On, on Sunday for this race. So be uh, be a nice nice early morning one for you out there on the West Coast, but going to be an exciting one. Uh, really feeling good about this card. It's uh, It's been a minute since we've had the opportunity to uh, to bet on F1. I'm excited to be back got a lot of bets in this card we this might be our most most picks we've given out i'm feeling good about it a lot of plus money a lot of chances to hit some big stuff uh so yeah i'm excited to uh to watch this race play out me too so the only thing left to do is watch it play out so we'll see you back again later this week again got another indycar episode we'll we'll crank that out while it's still going uh, they haven't greenlit an, an actual indycar show uh but until they do then uh we're gonna do it this way and until they tell uh, us to stop. Indy, IndyCar season's almost over, but uh, it might have to be the the IndyCar gambling podcast that comes out next year. Rod, we'll uh, we'll see we'll see what's going on behind the scenes and see if we maybe put that in the works. We'll workshop that. I, I'm pretty sure that's going to happen before too long. So, uh, all right, Cody. Well, as we send everybody on their way, remind everybody where they can find you on social media. Yep, follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Obviously, I'm super into fantasy football. I've got some player profiles out over there at uh, Last Word on Sports. Ton of stuff for sportsgamblingpodcast.com. NFL stuff, racing stuff, whatever they'll write, let me write about stuff, anything like that. So check it all out over there. Check out the NASCAR Gambling Podcast as well. Come back, join us for more IndyCar picks later this week. And follow the show on X at F1 Gambling Pod. Indeed. I'm on X. At RJV Gomez, link in the bow to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media for NASCAR, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Got stuff on the website that I'm writing. Check out Fast Money. Fast Money's going to be fun this week, guys. We got tons of parlays that we can end up making. So many races. Oh, it's going to be a blast. <laughs> so check out Fast Money on For Frequency's sake. Of course, you can find everything, like I said, in my bio on X. We'll be back later this week. Some IndyCar action for you. So until then... Let's go racing and let it ride.